Monday afternoon to you. Thanks for listening to today's Real Talk. I'm your host, Justin Kazepis, real estate attorney, broker, investor, general jokester around the community, maybe every once in a while. And I've got with me today, Philip Aldretti. He is with First National Bank here out of Cornelius. Philip, how are you doing, sir? I'm great, Justin. How are you? It is uh, another day in paradise. That's what I usually like to say uh, here in the Lake Norman area where the sun seems to shine a lot more than a lot of other places. Am I biased on that? No, it seems like that is one of the com- compelling and appealing factors that brings people here and move to this part of the world. Now, are, are Work you, for us. Are you a, a mortgage banker, mortgage broker, mortgage lender? What, what, what are we doing these days when we have seven subgroups? There? Good question. Actually, I'm a mortgage banking consultant. Okay. Which is what the F&B, Even fancier. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that great? <laughs> uh, banker, I guess, is for lack of a better, you know, you want to shorten it down to that, but that's what I so do. So what does a mortgage banking consultant do in the lending world? We like to work with clients who are looking to buy uh, a house or re- refinance, and, and they're looking for mortgage financing is what they're doing. And as a, uh, I'm a licensed, federally licensed originator. I originate the loans for the, the loan applications, and I work work with the clients to see what works best in their interests. That's what I do. As a consultant, part of that tag is also to talk to them about different options, especially when the refinance boom that we had, we were talking about, you know, is this going to be a great thing for you? Is this a net tangible benefit for you? If your loan officer doesn't do that with you, then you should raise questions. But that's important. What would you say is the difference between you and what you do compared to a mortgage broker? Well, they have brokers that represent different types of uh, lender options. And I used to be a broker as well. So I knew that I was licensed to work with different in different capacities with different types of uh, wholesale lenders who offer their loan products. So supposing that I have a a conventional loan, I have a conventional lender that does one thing, but they don't do doctor loans. So I'd have to have another one that does doctor loans. I have another one that does lot loans, that sort of thing. So they would have the access to all different types of avenues and where to get those types of loans for whatever their clients need. And sometimes it helps to have a broker do that, kind of like an independent insurance agent versus like a state farm agent. So that could be a, that could be something like that. And there's goods and there's, there's pluses and minuses to that. There's a common, um, I guess, I don't I don't even know what the term would be for them, but a, <laughs> let's say mortgage brokers, a, a common lender I will see is UWM, United Wholesale Mortgage, uh-huh. is a very common right. one I see. Uh, so so talk to me about that relationship. Then if you've got a mortgage broker and you've got like then the lender. Who represents who in this equation when it when it relates to the consumer who's buying the house? Well, like United Wholesale, they work with the mortgage broker, and they only work with them. So they have a rep that goes out and they say, "Hey, here's are the products. Here's what we have to offer," and you can use that if you need it to secure the deal. Whereas, uh, and the broker will then work with the client directly on what works best, and they will have a sheet of different letters say, "Here's what." what we have today with these different rates from these different brokers or different lenders. And some of them would have better rates than others. Some would have a better 30 year fix than another one. So that's what I would lean to is that, that person, if that, if that 
uh, file fits that profile, then I would go there. If they don't, they if they're less than perfect credit, if they have higher debt to income ratios, then we go to another lender that could do that. That would be easier to underwrite well as well. That's the other thing too is that when you have a mortgage broker or even an experienced mortgage lender like myself, been doing this for about twenty five years now, it helps to know what you're what you're going to be anticipating when you first start the file. Not at the end or not during the process. I don't want to be calling you as a, as a realtor and say, oh, we're not going to close tomorrow. And you're going to be like, wait, it's the first time I'm hearing about it. You want to know about it ahead of time. And most of the brokers that are out there should know this in, in advance. And, mo- and most of them do a pretty good job. So that's what we try to do. And that's part of the consultant part, too. And the experience brings that in is that we try. And I look at it from everything from the beginning. I tell my clients all the time. It's like all the hefting lifting is done up front with me. Uh, I'm going to ask you for a whole lot of documents. But because I have an idea of what the underwriter is going to want to know during the process, and just you know, I'll you know, hold my hand, follow my lead. You will see it'll get easier. It's a lot right now, but it should always be that way at the beginning, not during, or especially not at the end. Similarly to the broker side, I imagine the lending side has a wide variety of uh, uh, differences in services, mortgage lender to mortgage lender, right? They all have different skill sets. They've all been in the game longer. They all have different experience. Same with real estate brokers. What else do you find from, let's say, the almost the outfit level of which bank you're with over time? What are some of the different systems and things you've seen from that perspective as well? Yeah, I've seen that. I've worked with several different banks here recently, especially that that uh, uh, cater to one particular type of borrower more than another. And some have better rates or some have better products than others. Uh, For instance, the First National, one of the great things that I was appealed to um, are the loans that they do that are special that are very hard to find with other banks. Uh, We have a great construction firm product, like for folks who are building a house, especially custom builds. And uh, they and we offer financing up to ninety five percent in some cases. You know, as the more you the, the higher the value of the house, the the more you have to put down for a down payment on into the project. But we offer that, and it's one of the best ones out there. It's a single close. It's a great has a great uh, level of opportunities and options that are for folks that are building a house that they're not going to find with a lot of other lenders. Same with doctor loans. We we are one of the we have one of the the most well known as far as having doctor loans for licensed doctors, whether they're coming out of school, you know, then they have a lot of student loan debt, or if they're uh, in the practice, they've been there for a while, and they're looking for better type of financing options. That's the way I sell it as, and that's why I present it to the clients is that this is that you want to look for a better type of financing option. And that's what we offer. The doctor loans are 100% financing with no MI at a time when doctors could use that. And the rates are not indicative of that. They're great rates, too. That's what the bank can offer. We will definitely get into some of these individual loan products here. Um, I also want to see from the community perspective, how important is it as a lender to know like the local culture of a community to be able to succeed as a lender? I found that it is very important to understand what area that you're working. Um, I was uh, um, lucky enough or unlucky enough to work for a company that had me in a particularly different geographic area than where I lived. And it was hard for me because I didn't know them and they didn't know me. And I think I'm a pretty good salesperson. I'm not, I don't have cold feet. I don't mind talking to people and knocking on doors. I did cut my teeth doing that a long time ago uh, in, a, in the securities world. So, you know, you know, picking up the phone book and dialing, that was me a long, long time ago. And so I'm, I'm comfortable with that. But uh, it is hard when you're not well known 
in the area to try and convince people to say, this is, and they're like, I don't know you. I mean, where are you from? So it, it helps to have a brand behind you. And that's why another great thing about First National, uh, it's people know them because we, we acquired Yadkin Bank in 2017. So for the listeners out there, if you knew Atkin Bank, you probably know First National Bank because we came in and we're, we're the bank, the main bank's out of Pennsylvania, out of Pittsburgh. But uh, uh, we uh, certainly understand the local area and we feel that it's important for you to know where community you serve, especially like in the Lake Norman area. And your focus is residential, not commercial lending, right? That is my primary focus, residential, but I do have connections in the bank with great commercial lenders as well. Absolutely. I'd imagine a lot of it is relationships. We're going to talk about some of those relationships, what it's like working together with the different parties to help you succeed in your real estate transaction. It takes a team. You want professionals on your team. You want people that know what they're doing and have the experience. We're talking with Philip Aldretti of First. First National Bank here uh, talking about some of these specific loan products when we come back from the break, the residential side. Phil, is the real estate world dead as we know it? Absolutely not. It's a great time to buy. All right. It's a great time to buy. You heard it here first. WSIC said it. Uh, you can search real estate anytime, WSICnews.com. Today's Real Talk, the show focusing on all things North Carolina real estate, business, and life. Justin Gazepis, real estate attorney, broker, investor, sitting down at the table with Philip Aldretti of First National Bank here locally in Cornelius, right? That's correct. Well, on Catawba Avenue. What's your take on Corntown right now and the development going on everywhere? You got traffic everywhere. The, the people are burning this place down to get here. What do you think? Well, if you're talking to me from a mortgage person, it's like a lot of people are like, I can't find a house that I can afford. It's yeah. like, yeah, it is locked in and it is uh, has a specialized dollar unit and dollar value. It is tough to find. But outside of that, the town is a great has a great location. That's probably what makes it what it is in terms of expense and, and as far as pricing uh, house values. But if you can find something, a, good, a great deal, and I know a lot of folks like to be patient and they have their eye on something and they just wait it out, they can get some great deals because this is a great town. It's got a lot to offer. Uh, how can you not like it with it so close to uh, Davidson? You can get away from it all going up the highway to Mooresville or into Charlotte, you know, and go and see the teams or whatever events that you want to see. So it has some great appeal to it. And I have a feeling that the surrounding areas like Huntersville, and probably to some degree, the west side of the lake are going to bounce off of that and also benefit from it down the road. North Carolina as a whole right now is an anomaly, I think, in, in the national marketplace. The demand seems to be very real here. Would you say that's true from your perspective as a lender? I've seen that to be the case. And uh, coming from Phoenix ourselves 27 years ago now, it's like it, it is something that appealed to us is that we're not too far north, not too far south. Temperature-wise, it's great, and that's what made it really great for a lot of folks to when they first came here. It's, it's like this is, has a lot to offer, and we can benefit from that. Uh, we raised our, our two daughters here, and we felt it was a great place to raise kids compared to out west, and we appreciate it. And, and the people that you meet here, um, there are some that are from here, and some that, and most that are not. You know, and everybody's like, you know, are you, you know, if you if you're not from here, what are you? They call it a damn Yankee, is uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know, sir. My goodness. Know, At least we wave with all five fingers. Here, right? It is That's true, <laughs> and but we we we're met with some very hospitable people here, and we still continue to keep those relationships to this day. And it has a lot, and that everyone I met who has moved here has said that's a big thing right now. Is that we really appreciate the people who are 
who were our neighbors who are from here. With the demand being so real, that from a supply and demand, right, an economic perspective has driven up prices, no doubt. And so people are wondering, okay, I want to be there. I have a decent paying job, I feel, right? Like some people probably say, hey, I actually make pretty decent money, yet I still feel like I don't know if I can afford to live in that marketplace or afford to buy in that marketplace. And that's where likely some of these products really become relevant for people rather than thinking of just the traditional sense of, okay, let me go look at houses. Let me apply for a loan. Let me buy it. You have to be aware of these different loan products if you really want to make a deal in this market. Is that a fair statement to say? It is very fair to say. It helps when you're looking at different options on how to afford a house, uh, what uh, tools you have available to you, whether the types of loan programs or also talking to someone who can walk you through it. And I've got clients that are I've talked to or are, are prospective clients, I would say, that are saying, okay, am I ready to buy a house now? And so we go through the whole thing. It'll only take a few minutes, like maybe 30 minutes. I don't necessarily have to pull credit. I've been doing it long enough where I can say, okay, tell me a little bit about your credit profile. Tell me the story of you and what you want to do. What do you got in the bank? What are your plans? What do you want to do? Young couples coming out of college, are they going to start a family or, or uh, also you know, single person, just what do they want? They want to look for their own starter home, uh, have a lot of those. And folks that are uh, established and they want to turn their current house over into a rental and make it an investment for the legacy for their family down the road, real estate's a, a great thing like that right now. It's not as speculative as what you would see or volatile as you would see in the stock market or anything that they're not as familiar with. Land is great as well. So, and, but, uh, when it comes to real estate, you know, families want to leave something behind for their yeah, for their successors and stuff like that. It's a great value. And now is the time. It's hard to say, you know, prices are values are rising. Prices are high right now, relatively speaking. But it's still one of the better investments you're going to see, especially when rates do fall and people we get into another bidding war. This might be the best time to do it when the traffic is not as heavy. Yeah. Yeah, and and you've got to be aware of what's available for you too because it's the way that you can get in now regardless of what's going to happen in the future. There there's the the, the difference of primary residence and investment property too. Do you deal in the investment property realm at all? Are you seeing that as a popular choice here or second home? Talk to yeah, us about that. Yeah, we we do residential finance or I do residential financing. We do commercial like I said as well, but my focus is on residential financing. Um, we do purchase financing for folks who are buying their primary residence or their second home on the beach or out in the mountains, or an investment property. And I have found out um, in a good way that First National Bank has great investment property rates when you compare it to others. You know, of course, on investment property, folks, you know, the minimum down payment is 25%. It's always been that way ever since, you know, when I started in this business a long time ago. They just want to have... You got to have more sh- skin in the game. You got to have it, it because yeah. they know that if, if push came to shove, that payment is going to be the first one to kind of miss. You know, or you're hoping it not. That never happens. But there's risk involved in the algorithm and the whole thing and the analysis. And so they look at it from that perspective. You're not going to lose your house, but you may want to lo- you lose your investment property. Therefore, they want to say, put 25% down. You can put 20% down, Justin. You can do that. However, the rate's going to be a lot higher. Yeah. And I tell people that they're like, well, 25%, why can't I just do a 20%? Just let's let's talk about the rates and the pros and cons of the rates. Sure. I can tell you the difference. Like the rate may be the same, but it may cost you two points 
for that same rate because you're putting 20% down as opposed to 25% down. And you want to go over it and say, is it worth it over the long run? How long do you plan to, to keep this house? How much are you going to get in rent? What's going to be your net net? Also keeping in mind, folks, man, you know, I find a lot of folks that are not aware of that. When I, when if you have investment property now and they're like, okay, well, my uh, rent is equal to my mortgage payment. Well, unfortunately, as lenders, and this is the same whether it's First National Bank or any other lender out there, we only give you credit for 75% of that rent because we know that you as the owner have to pay for the taxes and the insurance and the upkeep on that house. That's already out of your pocket. So we cannot give you the full benefit of that rent. We can give you up to 75%. So keep that in mind too. But when it comes to investment rates, I was really pleased to find out that First National Bank is is on the forefront of great investor rates right now. And it's worth a, it's worth a call. Definitely worth a call, and especially primary residents. So, okay, this physician mortgage. I had heard of this before. I became a broker in 2012. I've seen this product a handful of times throughout my time. 100% financing? That is correct. We offer 100% financing with no PMI. That's the big thing, uh, up to $1.25 million. Uh, for our doctors who are licensed in the medical field. And, you know, they have to have an MD, DO, DOS, DDS, you know. Uh, whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Throwing all these acronyms. So MD, medical doctors. Yep. You've got uh, dentists on here we as have well. dentists. And you told me off mic, CRNAs are now involved we in this? We just took on CRNAs as being eligible for 100% financing. So if you have a CRNA out there who's who's put in the time and yeah. the work and has the license, have us give the, have them give us a call. I'd be glad to talk to them and go over the different options that they have available. I mean, Atrium is building a mega mansion oh, yes, hospital right here on on uh, Statesville on, on 21. And that's the great thing about the area, too, is that they're well served and they continue to be served by medical facilities. We see it all the time in the various chamber events. It's like there's another open house. Go see another physician office opening up. And it's like so they're starting the medical field is starting to see the 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 importance of the community growing and therefore and the needs that are going to be met are going to be asked for by that community and so medical field is a great thing we like to feel that we have a product that we can offer to the medical professionals who are licensed in this area to say here's something that we can get you the house that you're looking for that fits your budget and let's talk about it and you don't have to necessarily put a down payment on if you don't want to People who invest that much time to get these particular certifications, doctors, dentists, nurses, that's mm-hmm. not even, you know, that's not a short program by any stretch either, not an easy program uh, to to graduate from. They invest the time, so they in, intend most time from the ones I speak with to stay in an area as well. Right. So 100% financing, people may get skeptical, oh, 100% financing, am I going to be underwater day one here? Right. When that objection or that that part of the conversation comes about, is there any type of, of statistical data that kind of changes that narrative? Well, keep in mind that this program, as well as, as most all programs, have certain guidelines that they have to fit. They have to fit a minimum credit score. They have to fit a minimum or maximum debt to income ratio. And so we have to, we take all of that into account. Their credit history is important, and what's what where they've been in the past. You know what they have in terms of assets, as far as savings or any, any type of debt that they're carrying over that needs to be factored into their their income uh, we we take into account folks who are uh, getting an offer letter you know are, are coming out of training and are out of school grad school and they're getting their offer letter and we can take that into consideration even though they're not starting tomorrow uh, as long as they're starting within the first 60 days uh, after they close in their house 
then we'll be able to use that income because we know they're signed to an employment contract. So that's neat. But a lot of things are taken into consideration as far as uh, it's not just 100% to any licensed doctor. We have to take, uh, you know, have to pull credit. Every single one happening. of you, call now, call now. <laughs> you get a loan and you get no, a loan. I wish it was that case. <laughs> but I, it's not Philip National Bank up there So on that sign. <laughs> but I would mention, too, thanks for reminding me, is that um, we're one of the few places that offer second home financing for doctors where a lot of banks do not, or a lot of lenders do not. That's so, a unique product. A lot of, you know, as you can imagine, a lot of doctors have second homes elsewhere. You know, I should have been a dentist, Phil. Uh, I always say if I go so back, idea. I'd be a dentist at this point, straight cash all the time. Okay, you, your new your name would be Herbie. <laughs> <laughs> a dentist. That's right. That's exactly because second homes at eighty percent financing up to a million dollars for the physician mortgage. That's wild. It is, and it's and the great thing too is that the rates are great. Um, mm-hmm. Is that we take we value our physician clients, and and we appreciate that, and therefore we like to show them with a better rate, especially if they meet the criteria. They, they do. It makes it worth their while to consider us. All right. Philip Aldretti here with First National Bank. We're talking about the different loan products that First National Bank, particularly the branch here in Cornelius, offering to the community. Physicians mortgage 100% financing for loans up to $1.25 million. Yes, you've got to have particular designations, MD, DDS, but also now including CRNAs, second homes for doctors as well, up to 80% financing up to $1 million. We're going to talk about on the other side of the break, some of my favorite loan products, construction loans. Absolutely Looking love them. To it. I'm a big land guy. I love that from the development and investment perspective. Love the idea of construction to perm loans. 844-STUDIO-4. That's 844-788-3464. If you've got any questions, now's the time. You've got a lender in the room. He says the market's not going bad. Today's Real Talk, the show focusing on all things North Carolina real estate, business, and life. I'm your host, real estate attorney, broker, investor, getting educated right now. I'm big on that. I'm big on education, Philip. I, I think we have to be lifelong students if we really want to succeed at this thing called life. That's right. It never ends. And yep. you're teaching me today about these loan products that First National Bank, specifically here in Cornelius, has going on. The physician's mortgage we talked about, 100% financing for loans up to $1.25 million, no PMI, MDs, DDSs, CRNAs now included, That's multiple right. other designations that I'm not going to butcher because I can't pronounce even some of these things, which is why they make the big bucks that they make. Also, second home uh, mortgage product for physicians, 80% financing for loans up to $1 million. But we're going to move the conversation now to one of my favorite types of loan products, and that's construction loans. Yes. This is where the magic happens because... There's nothing like buying a brand new home. In my opinion, in the real estate world, when you could buy the home brand new, that feeling surpasses a lot of the others. I don't know why. That's just a personal take for me. There's something about being able to pick the colors, pick the the style, the floor plan, the location, the lot. You literally have the opportunity to choose your destiny at that point rather than buy, which there's nothing wrong with. I've done it, an existing home. There's absolutely nothing right. wrong with that. But in this particular market now, too, more than ever, beyond just the fascination with the process that I love, I'm wondering if the deals now have dramatically shifted to new construction rather than resale. A- am I wrong in having that perspective right now? I think you're you're right. You're not wrong. And we're seeing a lot of folks that are looking at the cost 
overall of getting into something. Therefore, they want to get something new from the beginning. And a lot of builders out there are offering great deals for new buyers. And this doesn't necessarily have to be a first-time home buyer. It could be a step-up buyer. There are some folks that are looking for types of financing options that the builders can offer their, with their in-house lenders. Or if you're doing a, a custom home, then there are options there too. And that become that is involved with the type of loan you're going to look for. And that's what I do in the construction perm financing, whether it's conventional side. When we say conventional, I mean loans under um, $750. Mm-hmm. will be as of January 1st. Or what we call non-conventional or jumbo, that's loans over 750 Now, again, I'm saying loans, not sales price, because it all depends on if you need to put a down payment. Our construction perm loans, which is short construction slash permanent, is a loan that's one loan that closes at the beginning. When you find a builder and you want to get started on the build, having the builder have start on the construction of the house, they take care of it all from the buy, you know, getting the land acquired and the cost of the land plus the cost to build is all factored in. And those two items together should give you a number of what the house would appraise at when it's done. Like say whether it's eight to twelve or eighteen months from now. Um, and I say it used to be like. Uh, like, for instance, a million-dollar home would take 12 months to build. That was like a standard out here for a long time. Mm-hmm. But after the pandemic and all the shortages and supplies and, and and labor shortages as well, quality labor shortages, you know, when you're getting a million-dollar house. You expect well, a million-dollar product. A product, exactly. <laughs> and sometimes it's hard to find for these builders to find someone that because they don't want to be called out again and again and again and say, fix this, fix this, fix this. Oh, they've got insurance. They've got warranties. <clears throat> they, on their side, they got to uphold a lot of that. Right. And, and of course, reputation, too. Mm-hmm. And so that makes a big thing. So if you have a builder that has a great reputation for that, they're going to take on the added expense of adding in some time to make sure that the house is done right for you. And because you, they want you to tell your friends, hey, this is the builder we want to use. And therefore, all that cost is factored in. Now, how does that then that becomes a matter of how can you incorporate that into the type of financing that works? Well, the construction perm loan is a single loan that off, that has you closed at the beginning and it takes into account you you have a you have one rate for the construction as well as a permanent phase. the The rate usually is pretty good market wise. It'll be it'll carry you through the construction phase where your payments are interest only for the the depending on the balance that you're using to build the house. And then it modifies over to the permanent side, which is principal interest and uh, taxes and insurance, fully amortized for the remainder of the loan. And that is all factored. And you're qualified. You the borrower qualified based on if the house is done. I have to take into account your principal interest, tax insurance, HOA. Is also, even though it's not a part of your monthly payment, but it's still a part of the expense, the monthly housing expense. So I take that into account too when I qualify you. Do you require Do you require full pity payment as part of the construction of perm, meaning principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, or do you guys offer for it to be just principal and interest? No, during construction, it's interest only. And supposing you're borrowing a million, but for the first month or two, you only need a hundred thousand. To, to pay the costs over so the builder needs a hundred thousand. These these it's like a large line of credit, Justin. That's what I tell people. It's like yeah. look at it as a large line of credit. It's a million dollar line of credit. You're not you, you're not paying on it right away. The clock doesn't start on the interest until you start drawing down on it. But you get qualified for that. All right, we're we found our builder, we found our who found the land, we found the, we went through the architect, we we got the plans drawn up, the builder has done the the cost specifications on what it would take to build that house. Now we're ready to move forward. 
um, and and do the financing end of it. So, all right, so the whole thing should cost land and, and build house already should be a million dollars. Uh, how much do you want to finance? Well, you there are different types of options that you do. Can you offer one hundred percent. We do not offer one hundred percent on construction perm because that is even now we will do a, up to ninety five percent. That's a high like LTV to seven fifty. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, we do the the hundred thousand or the hundred or the the million dollar limit is based on it goes up to say like a uh, if you're going to do financing you're going to do five to ten or ten percent down mm. to a million. Okay, so that should help cover. Some of that, plus you got to pay your closing costs. Yeah. So, but it all depends on what you're financing, and I can get more in detail with you with, as to what you. Well, it's borrow. more more to me about that process, right? Because for the the typical consumer who, let's say, they're working with a real estate broker into the community, they find a lot they like, or they find a neighborhood, and then and then it becomes about finding a builder, or they go with the builder in the neighborhood, and then it comes to okay, well, what about financing, right? So there's multiple pieces here, right? What role or what's the style that you like to take in the construction to permanent process? as it relates practically to the build and working with the consumer. Well, we also we have to take into account several things, and one of them is approving the builder to make sure that we, we do a, a vetting process with the builder. Who do you want to use for a builder, Mr. Klein or Mrs. Klein? And we get their info, and it's a, it's a very easy process. We just want to make sure that they've done this before and that they're not underwater financially or otherwise. And we just do a short background check on them uh, in the sense of, you know, have you built before? Are you currently, you know, we look at your reviews as well. We, we have take a lot of the consideration, like a soft background check sort of a thing. Um, we don't pull credit or anything like that. We just want to make sure that they're, they know what they're doing. Sure. And they're licensed. That they have a GC license. And they're licensed <laughs> in the state general contractor's yeah. license. That is correct. And uh, but we also want to make sure that the clients know what they're getting into as well. And we take that into consideration and go through all the factors involved with getting qualified and what the financing works best for them. What about the draw process? Like, is it daunting to be like a consumer? Like, are you going to have to send money to me and then I got to send it to the builder and I got to make sure he's paying his bills on time and all like, how does that work then in the process? Great question. And that's a big thing that a lot of folks trip over in terms of who, the, what lenders they use. There are some lenders out there who offer this product who are not really good at doing it. And that's the problem. It's like, yeah, I can offer you 2%. But it's going to take you your builder six months to get a draw payment, which is not good because the builder is and and the draws. What we mean by draws is that if you have this line of credit out there that uh, you want to tap into to use to build the house, uh, we go off of a what we call either a five draw or a seven draw. We take that number and you divide it by five or seven, and we take into account of that amount of that fifth or of that seventh, how much of that as percentage goes to certain phases of the of the construction of the house. And we have a, a, a measurement that shows, okay, um, the stud should be this amount or the, the rafter should be that amount, that sort of thing. Foundation should be this amount. And we go through all that with the builder and make sure that they're okay with it. And we also discuss with the borrowers, make sure that they're okay with this draw schedule. All right, so if you have a million-dollar house, you're probably going to have seven draws. Now, each one of those draws is a cost because as the builder requests the money, they're going to say, hey, uh, we, need a, we need to get paid but we only, as each lender, as most lenders will do, I don't know of any lender who doesn't, but you only get, the builder only gets paid on work completed, not requested. So if you got a bunch of brick that's on the land, uh, that's been dumped off, I can't have the loan pay for that until they're on the structure. Mm. And the, most builders know that. And there's now there's new systems in place, like software systems, where we have one that's called Built, where the, the, the builder... 
the borrower and the lender can all be on the same software system and say, as a builder requests amount, they will uh, put in the request online and the lender will send out an inspector to review that that work has been completed, release the money so that the builder can get paid. Mm. And it can go directly to the builder. It doesn't necessarily have to go to the borrower. Now, you as a borrower, once that draw is, is paid, then the interest rate starts or the interest starts accumulating on that amount of what's been drawn down. Talking about construction to permanent loans here with Philip Aldretti of First National Bank here in Cornelius. We talked about the physician mortgage. Now we talked about construction to permanent. I kind of told a fib. Construction permit is one of my favorites, but my absolute favorite loan product we're talking about next, that's lot loans. This is a way to buy land without having to build immediately because the market is continuously moving and you want to stay apprised of that. You're listening to Today's Real Talk, the show focused on North Carolina real estate, business, and life. (laughs) Today's Real Talk, the show focused on all things North Carolina real estate, business, and life. Your host, Justin Kazepis, real estate attorney, broker, investor, sitting down with Philip Aldretti of First National Bank, talking about these products that they've got. Physician mortgage, remember, medical doctors, DDSs, that's dentists. CRNAs now included up to 100% financing. Yeah, that's wild. And vets, too. And, and vets we, as we well. We appreciate our furry friends and their, and their doctors that take care of them. Yeah. So uh, a lot of places that don't offer that, we do. And, and by vets, we mean veterinarians. Veterinarians. This isn't that's a correct. veterans armed services <laughs> yeah, product. No, no. There Vet- are those out there, Thank VA you for products. Yes. Yeah, there are differences in that. And we do those too. Construction but. to permanent loans, construction to renovation loans. But let's talk about lot loans. So this is where, if I, and correct me if I'm wrong, I can buy a piece of dirt and not have to build my house immediately. Well, it all depends on what the size of the dirt uh, and what it where it sits. And sometimes it helps to know that. Because uh, I've had people that say, hey, I have 11 acres I want to buy, and eventually I want to split it up for part of it to be me and part of it to be my family. It's like, I can't help you there. Because our lot loans are uh, just specific to five acres or less, developed or undeveloped area. And the reason being is that we we have a great construction perm loan, but there are a lot of folks who want to acquire the land now while they're vetting their builder. Uh, architects, as you know, take a while to get their plans done, and then the builder has to go through those plans and determine the cost. Well, what if that piece of land is gone by the time you get all that other stuff done? So here's an opportunity to, to get your land now and that you want to build on for your primary residence and acquire it now. And then, then it becomes a matter of what are the terms? And uh, I've been, and my clients and my real estate agent friends have been pleasantly surprised at what we have to offer because it's, we offer a 30-year amortization product with a three-year balloon, which should give you more than enough time to vet your builder, get your architect in, get all the numbers in so you can convert that. And you can convert that lot loan into a construction perm loan, which works great. And some of the costs that we uh, collect up for the lot loan closing can be applied to the costs for the construction perm side too. I would imagine it helps with the loan to value, all right? I imagine it helps with with knowing just generally, okay, where are rates at? Are they moving? Because it, is it easier for people if they already own the land to then go to the construction permanent loan as compared to buying it from the onset? Is there anything easier about that process? The, nothing more than acquiring it at the timing. If they feel like, if it's something that like it's in family, it's like, oh, there's no lien on it, or I've owned it for years, and it's accumulating uh, uh, appreciation, principal appreciation. So you can apply some of that as part of your down payment for your requirement needed on the construction firm side. If you own the lot free and clear, or if you have most of it paid off, you can apply some of that equity into the down payment 
payment requirement, depending on what type of loan you want to get, there's a lot of other factors involved. You can do that. But if you also are saying you want to buy the lot now, as some of my clients do and are doing right now, uh, they can, and they're putting 25% down. Well, actually, it's 25.01% for technical purposes. Yeah. But, but and, and people are saying, well, that's a lot. It's like, but not really when you look at it as a 30-year term. Your payment's going to be very affordable. It's a fixed rate. It is not something that's an arm. Uh, and and that's is, just the dirt. You're not paying up front what you believe the yep. finished value of when you're going to construct that's the correct. years down the that's road. That's just the dirt. And yeah. so that's why I reach out to a lot of uh, realtors that have lot listings that are in that that size range. It's like, hey, you may not be aware that we offer a lot loan here. And that could be something. And they're like, wow, I didn't realize that because, you know, my clients are looking for something like that. and Or they're having a hard time figuring out if they want to buy it or not. Well, here's an idea that can prompt them to acquire it while they take their time to build it. Now, I said it's a third. It's a thirty-year end with a three-year balloon. Um, you can pay it off in three years' time if you want to, and you still acquire it. It's still your land. So, but you just be aware that you can convert that to the construction perm side, which we hope that you'll strongly consider us when we got a great construction perm product. Let's talk about house. expectations in that process um, for the loan. So, a lot loan, like how quickly can people close? Like, I got a deal that's falling apart. I need a loan next week. Can you meet that level, or are we talking more like, hey, let's let's shoot for that baseline thirty, forty five days? Well, it all depends on how willing the other parties are able to make that happen. Uh, it It's very difficult to do something in less than ten days, given, and it's not it's not because it's f and b or First National Bank or anybody else X, y, z. It's a question of, you know that it does an appraisal does an appraisal have to be redone or have, do we need a new appraisal? Do we need to have re, credit repulled? Do we need to have title work redone? It's just every situation is different. We've done some that have turned around quickly and others that just for some reason or another that's beyond our control as a lender that it's going to take. 30 days to close. And if both sides are okay with that, they're like, oh, shoot, you know, this is falling apart. Can we get a 30-day or whatever, 15-day extension or whatever that sort of thing, and depending on when they're closing, we can make that work. And But, you know, I tell my clients, it's like, okay, I could, I'll could, i work as late into the night as I need to. Email me everything, you know, your pay stubs, your bank statements, your, your tax returns, your W-2s, your, you know, anything like I need, the contract, and I'll get working on it. I'll work as late as I need to every day to make that work for you. Some places don't. They're like, okay, I'm closed at five. I'll see you tomorrow. It's like, no. Uh, if if it depends on the sense of urgency, if it makes it worth it to you and you appreciate that we're able to pitch in and, and you like the loan that we're offering and the product that we're offering, I want to make you a raving fan to say this is a great thing. And I'm glad I came to you and we got this done. Let's talk about the market then. Um, from First National Bank's perspective, do you have any insight to the type of loans that we're seeing in this kind of I don't want to call it a restricted market, but again, supply is just so low right now. Are you seeing a balance between, you know, resale, primary residence, construction, lot loans, or is there any one product that favors another? We've seen a lot of folks that are interested in having their house built more and more. You know, it's interesting. I've been getting calls lately from folks who are looking at having a house built near where they work because they no longer live near where they work. Back when we were all working from home, uh, I had folks that are in Rock Hill that have to work uptown or they have to work in North Charlotte, that sort of thing. And suddenly they're like, wow, I had a cozy place in Rock Hill 
and now I got to drive to work every day. They're so making I, me come back to the office. I need to go live <laughs> near there. So they're starting to think about having a house built closer to where they work. And that's what's becoming to be more and more in focus. Same with folks who are, like I said, the lot loans are nice because there's a convenience that for folks that want to secure that land, because, you know, we know God's not making any more land. So no. we got it. We just, we got to get it while we can. And there's that's some right. great opportunities here. Uh, on the lake, off the lake, that sort of thing. And it's, um, you know, some of the things that we offer and it's a great lot product that we have a lot of folks can't meet. And as far as building, it's like that's just all depends on who your builder is, whether it's new construction, which is the track type builder, um, nothing against that. I mean, they're great folks too. And I used to work for a, a national lender for many years and they they have a great product as well as the custom builder. Uh, that you see up in uh, this part of the world too. And they're looking for a better type of lender that knows how to deal with that type of financing and gets the builder paid as well as offering you a great product for it. And since God's not making any more land, especially here locally in Cornelius, it seems like, and there's leadership that believes as well that we're reaching the point of almost completely built out. Um, That's a real conversation beginning to happen here locally. So it pushes out, like you mentioned, Huntersville. We talk about the west side of the lake. We go north to Statesville. I mean, we we can go as far east, you know, China Grove. We can talk about Rowan County, Cabarrus County. We can go Catawba County. I mean, these areas are starting to – Gaston County, right? We're starting to see all of that kind of trickle out because of pricing. Is there is there any products maybe that that are geographic specific that people should be aware of too that, that enable people to access housing that may feel like they don't have an opportunity right now. We've seen a lot of folks that have been concerned about uh, it, are my price out of the market. Am I ever going to be able to afford something? Uh, how much of a down payment do I do I really need twenty percent down? And you know, keep in mind, folks, uh, that twenty percent down payment was the 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 norm for many years until the banks realized that you know you got to give folks a little bit of help. They need to come in with less than twenty percent down. But what do we? What do we get in return for it? We, the bank. So they brought on that private mortgage insurance. It's a, it's just another insurance payment that's added to your monthly payment. It's not a lot, depending on your credit, based on your credit score and a profile, but that's added to your payment. And sometimes that can be expensive. I mean, it can be $150 to $200 a month on top of your principal interest, taxes, and insurance hmm. that's added to your payment. And what that is is an insurance premium that you're paying in the event that you can't because you don't have as much down payment in it, uh, whether it's 95% financing or zero down financing, sometimes that PMI payment, that principal uh, private mortgage insurance is expensive and that puts people out of the market because they can't qualify. Well, the then the banks were, were uh, given an opportunity for, to offer financing to folks with less than perfect credit who want to get into a home but don't have a lot of money for a down payment. And the same goes with local governments. They offer that too with down payment assistance. At First National Bank, we have a loan that's 100% financed with no PMI for folks who are less than perfect credit, which is big, but the rate isn't contingent on that, meaning that just because I have a 620 rate, that means my rate's not, I mean, I have a 620 score, excuse me, 620 credit score, doesn't mean my rate's not 9%. You know, we offer rates that are in the mid sevens for folks with less than perfect credit who want 100% financing. The property has to be in a major minority census tract. And if you have any questions on that, I tell a lot of my agents, like if you're looking, if you're working with clients and they have an idea of a particular area they want to look at, text me their address. I'll look it up on the geocoder that I have ready to go and see if that qualifies for a major uh, minority census tract. And sometimes that helps because that gives that has no income restrictions, because hmm. a lot of other 
places offer this type of financing, 100% no MI, for folks who are trying to get a starter home, but they have to have low to moderate income, which is a percentage of the overall county. Okay, and um, so that's that's what that means by that. Uh, whereas, sir, depending on certain areas, it could mean they don't need they don't have they don't need an income limit. They could come in with a hundred thousand dollar finance or hundred thousand dollars a year salary and can buy this house because we offer that opportunity for them to get that location. Will we see rates, let's say, close to five percent again anytime in the near future? It will be very tough. I would be very surprised to see that happen. I'm not going to hold it to you, hold you to it. I would never do that to you. But where do we think when this whole Fed, you know, situation when when it's calmed down and we're looking back at some point at this rate situation, where do you think the rate settles at? We can talk about that too because we're going to an election year, and it's something that needs to be brought into the consideration. And I, having done this for many, many years as a political science major and all, I've seen the cycles. I could be glad to talk to you about that too. Okay, today's real talk. Philip Aldretti here with us today from First National Bank. The market is not dead. The new 105.9, 100.7, WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.